right so what's up guys thanks and welcome to the podcast and the channel and i am your host serena and you can call me queen serena you don't have to but if you do then i will call you king and so today we have king liam naden and he is a writer speaker and life coach those kinds okay (laughs) but indefinitely (laughs) liam has discovered the secrets to success held in your brain in all of our brains so that's very exciting very excited and oh my gosh guys bear with me because this is like my first time too so i'm a little nervous for first time like on camera doing the interview and so i am very very interested in this because Liam has gone from rags to riches twice in his life. So he so he's obviously found the real riches in life, not what we are taught that they are. But that's just what I'm saying. Liam is here to discuss that for us. So I don't know, Liam, take it away. <laughs> okay, well thank you. Yeah, thanks again for having me on your show. I'm- I know this whole word success is a bit of an interesting one, isn't it? And people are probably wondering what on earth you're talking about <laughs> and what I've got to share. But um, as you mentioned, I went from, you know, losing or building up my life to be quite successful and then losing everything. And I did that a couple of times. And after the second time, I thought, you know, I've really got to try and figure out what's going on here because this isn't what I planned at all. You know, I've been most of my life as if you like student of success and like most people you know I've tried to figure out how I can be happy and and have a great life Um, and I probably went a bit further than many people I was a bit of a fanatic on understanding success and really you know going for it and wanting to be be rich and successful and happy and all those things and um, I managed to build up a lot of uh, you know financial success And along the way, I studied everything I could about success, and that took me in all sorts of directions. And I'm sure your listeners and your viewers probably tried some some of these as well. And they include personal development sort of stuff, you know, things like goal setting. We're all taught you've got to work hard, you've got to set goals, you've got to to, um, figure out what you want. And then you've got to do things like change the way you think if you want to be successful and do things like recite affirmations and, and retrain your brain, maybe do hypnosis, you know. So I tried all of those things. And then um, the other areas are explored with, and again, this is, these are areas that people do explore to find the meaning of life, which are things like spirituality and even religion. You know, a lot of people, we're led to believe if you pray to God, God will give you what you want. And of course, you know, religion teaches that so I tried all these different things but you know after the second time of losing everything (laughs) I figured I started to think you know what's going on here because I know all these things I've studied these things for years I've done all the goal setting the working hard the learning about business the the reading all of the books the going to seminars the really investing a lot of time in myself to try and figure out how to be in control of my life and yet here I am with, you know, homeless, um, having to move in with my elderly mother to sleep on her couch because I had nothing. So that shouldn't have happened to me. 
So I took it all back to basics and I thought, there's got to be a reason why we get what we do in our life, you know, and I, and I started to ask myself, why is my life the way it is? And I think that's a really good question we all need to ask ourselves. And most of the time, we, we never give it any thought or we think, well, you know, my life is just the way it is because that's the way it is. It's luck. Right. Or, you know, opportunities have come along and things have turned out a certain way. And that's the way my life is. And the other thing is, if you want to change anything about your life, what are we all taught? Well, you have to work hard. You have to figure out what you want. You have to set goals and you have to go and get some information to try and apply to change your life. But as I say, I've done all that. And really, it didn't, if I was really honest about my results, what I'd got, it didn't work. And when it was working, when I was doing well in my life, quote unquote, the other thing I noticed, I had lots of stress. You know, I had lots of problems to deal with all the time. And I'd reach a plateau of success and things. And then there was this constant stress and problems and, and, and most people live a life that is, does have a lot of anxiety and stress and you know, effort and pressure and all of the and uncertainty, all of these things in it. So, but what happened to me after I lost everything the second time when I rebuilt my life, I noticed things were going in a very different direction. And I was starting to do all of the things I really wanted to do. I was starting to to find opportunities that just came to me of things to do that, that really worked. I found a much better relationship than I'd ever had before. And um, all things not only were a lot happier and better, but they're a lot easier. And, and most of all, I didn't seem to have any problems or stress. Life was a lot better. So what I did was I sort of back engineered what I was doing differently. And I discovered that what I was doing differently was something very simple. And that was I was using my brain differently. Now, I'm not saying I was thinking differently because sometimes people think, oh, your brain, this is about how you think. But no, that's not at all. Well, thinking is a small part of, of how your brain works, but it's not about what you think about. It's not about your thoughts. But I was using my brain in a different way. And I've gone on to, when I really got fascinated by this and I started to research more and more and dig into what was really going on, I found that not only does science explain it and explain how our brain works, but all of religion explains how it works as well. And in the Bible and other, you know, I'm not um, religious, I used to be, I'm not now, but the Bible explains in great detail how to use your brain the right way. And not only that, it promises you that if you do use your brain the right way, you're not going to have any problems in your life. And you're going to have everything that you want. You're going to be happy in, in, for, in whatever that way that means for you. So that's how I really got going on this. And now I teach it um, to other people. To, and I have my own podcast about it, which is called Using Your Brain for Success. Um, but really, I go into detail because what I've found not only in my own life, but in sharing this information with other people, once you start using your brain differently, you're going to get different results. And what it comes down to is realizing that your brain, your brain is the, is a machine, but it's the most powerful machine that exists in the universe. You know, the computing power of your brain, not everyone's brain, just your brain is equivalent to 500 million, was it trillion, 500 trillion computer microprocessors. That's the power you have in your brain. 
And once you start to under, understand the begin or begin to understand how it works, you realize you don't need anything else. You, you have everything you need to have the ideal life you want, but you just need to understand how to use this machine. Because I often use it as an analogy, say with a, a motor car. You know, if, if you get in a motor car and you drive it and you want to go from point A to point B, from where you are to somewhere else, you know that you have to get in and you have to press the right buttons and you have to turn the key on and you have to have the right fuel in. And once you do that, that car is going to take you to where you want to go. And you're going to have a fun ride. It's not going to be stressful. You're not going to have any problems. So, you know, it's, it's doing its job, which is to get you from where you are to where you want to go. And it's the same with your brain. It's a machine. If you use it the right way, you can just enjoy the ride. But like a car, like a car, if you put the wrong fuel into your brain or if you use it the wrong way, if you push the wrong levers or in the, you know, press the wrong buttons, you're going to end up with problems. You know, any other machine, if you use it the wrong way, you expect to get problems. But when you use it the right way, you know that you won't have any problems. And in a very real way, in a scientific way, this is how our brain works. Because in actual fact, and this is a bit hard to believe, but it's, and it was difficult for me to accept until I did the research to find that it's true. The fact is, if you have problems in your life, the truth is, Problems are a sign that you're using your brain the wrong way. That's all a problem is. And if you use it the right way, I guarantee you, you won't have any problems in your life. And I've proven this both for myself and for other people. And I say it's, I say it's quite shocking when you really understand this because people think, oh, everyone's got problems and problems are natural and problems are good. You know, they make you grow. None of those things are true. There are people who don't have problems in life. I'm one. Um, also, problems aren't good for you. It's not healthy to have problems. You tell me what's good about stress and worry and anxiety. Nothing. I have to wear a hat it, because it, I'm getting gray hair. Yeah, well. Stress. Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not ready. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, when you've got stress and problems, it, it damages your body, it, it hurts your health. You know, a number of people who retire and then just die because, or who retire and then get all these health problems. So we're not designed, you know, there's no virtue in problems. Problems are a sign that you're doing something wrong. And it doesn't matter whether it's a motor car or any other machine or the machine of your brain, that's what it is. So if you can learn how, to use, how your brain actually works, and I've distilled it down into a, into a fairly simple way. I mean, obviously nobody knows everything about the brain, but there are certain, there's a certain function that the brain has, um, the way it operates that I've distilled down into a sort of a system and an explanation, if you like, okay. um, that when you understand that, you, it's, it's amazing how your life goes in the right direction. Now, um, if, so basically it sounds like it's perception. Well, I mean, from so far, I know it's like, a, it's a lot more to it, but um, I, I would say some, well, from, from what I'm taking, it sounds a little bit like perception also, because it would, it would determine how I perceive things in my life, whether or not they were problems. Is that a little, do you know what I mean? Is that a little everything Everything is perception, everything. you know, and, and everything is awareness. And when you start to use your brain the right way, your awareness changes and your perception changes. 
And what you start to see is the truth. Yes. <laughs> the truth about everything. Yes. And when you see the truth, you not only can, when your brain's working right, you not only see the truth, but you act on it in the right way. You know, there's nothing worse than people barreling off down in one direction, thinking that they're doing the right thing and going in the right direction. And I mean, you, you probably know, and certainly we all know, or know of people who are in a, maybe in the wrong relationship, or they're doing something wrong in their relationship, or, or they're in the wrong job. And you look at them and say, why are you in that job or that relationship? It's not right for you. It's just making you stressed and worried. And it's, you're never going to um, succeed in that job um, because it's just the wrong one for you. Now, you can see that because your perception of that situation is clear. But the person in that job, what do they normally say to you? They say, oh, I'll keep, you know, I'm going to keep trying and no, I'm, I'm going to make this work. And it's just a matter of time. And, you know, I'll leave, after all, I won't find another one, better one anyway. And I'm really lucky to have this job. What's the difference? Nothing but their perception. And their perception and your perception is determined not by what you want to think, but by how your brain is being used to allow you to see the truth. And that person can't see the truth, but you can. Right. So it is all about perception, but it's not in this sort of, you know, maybe I could see something differently or, I, or try. It's, it's not about trying. It's simply about what you're allowed to see or what you allow your brain to allow you to see, if you know what I mean. I do understand. Because I actually was just going to ask, like, so is, is this something that you would say you could be taught to anyone then? Because, again, like you just said, it's like what the brain allows. But if you can train your brain. So, again, is this something that can be taught to everyone? It sounds like everyone really right. needs to. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> this is, and it's not complicated stuff. It's actually very simple. And as I say, in the Bible, um, you know, the Bible is actually a manual on how to use your brain the right way. Now, I have a question about but it's that. Just we've, I'm sorry, and I don't want to yeah. cut you off. I had a question about that earlier, only because you said that you weren't religious, but you did, and I wrote it down, but you did bring it back to the Bible, though. It, you know, so, and I see many people do that. They'll say they're not religious, but a lot of times they'll tie their point with the Bible. What is that about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, I was brought up religious. I was brought up a, a Catholic, um, oh, come from a large Catholic family. And I was, I took it all very seriously. And, I, and I'm not, um, you know, um, bashing the, the Catholic Church or any, any oh. religion, which is why I say I'm not religious, because sometimes when you label people as being religious or not, people have a perception about what that means. Right. I don't practice or follow any particular religion, but I see the truth in what has been taught in all religion, yes. because it's the same as what the truth that is taught in science and in philosophy. When you are aware or when you can recognize how the truth is being explained through that um, particular teaching or whatever. So the Bible teaches all of this, but I guarantee most people, if I was to explain to you how the Bible explains how your brain works, they wouldn't have thought of it like that before. It's not what you hear in the mainstream, you know, by the, the mainstream religious teachers and I certainly never heard it from from my religious teachers as I was growing up either and, and at the same time it's still the same words that are sitting right there it says it's amazing. absolutely 
and I and I yeah. totally understand that because when I was younger, I tried to read it and I and I didn't understand it at all. It was like he thou what therefore what, and I was not getting it. And then um, when I had my second child, when I was pregnant with her, for some reason, I understood everything. And it was like someone had opened some Venetian blinds so that I could see. Um, but what I connect with that was I was going through a very tumultuous time where faith, well, my faith is always, I'm not um, religious either, but I have a very strong, um, I would say, relationship with the most high. That's how I feel. And I'm, so I'm spiritual. Um, mm -hmm. And, and, and that faith has always been my rock. And so at that time, there was a very, very scary time. I was going through a lot. And so maybe that's why I, I understood it at that time, because I absolutely had to. I, I, need, I needed to. And it wasn't really until just now that I thought of maybe, because I always knew that I, I, I understood it at that time, but I really didn't understand why did I understand it at that time. But literally just talking, saying this to you, I think it was because I was going through a time of turmoil. So maybe my brain was like, look, we need to understand this <laughs> right now. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. Well, I think what happens in, in times of turmoil, and it certainly did for me, and it was responsible for how I started to use my brain differently, which is a little bit what you're talking about. Um, what happens in a, when you're in a state of deep trauma, and I was obviously being homeless and had, I had no idea how to dig myself out. I had no friends. Um, no, you know, my businesses were all gone. My, I had no clue on what to do. But what happens when you get to that point is you give up, you let go. And instead of trying to force things to happen and trying to figure out what to do, you know, and, and you get to a point, you say, I don't know what to do. I can't figure this out. And that, funnily enough, is the place where you allow, where you shift your brain to work it's magic in the way it's designed to work. Because the problem is, we have, if I could just go into a little bit of detail, there's actually four separate parts to your brain, physical parts. And they've different, done different models on this, and they found that all of these, you know, obviously this is a simplification because the brain is infinitely complex, but there are essentially four different areas of the brain. And your thinking part of your brain, which is on the top of your head, it's called the neocortex. This is where your all of your information is stored it's only one part of your brain and it's not actually the part of your brain that determines how your life works out but when you're using your thinking brain all the time and when you're trying to figure it out you're using it in a way that it's not designed to do it's not that your thinking brain is not designed to figure out how to solve your problems and how to give you your ideal happy life that's not its function but and until you get to that point where you give up trying to use that part of your brain to figure out and to drive your life, then you're always going to be stuck with problems. And it's a bit like using, I don't know, first gear in the car, thinking that's going to take you 100 miles an hour on the, on the, you know, the highway. It's not what it's designed to do. So it's not going to work. So that really, I don't know if it answers your thought about, you know, but it, it certainly did for me. You get to this place where you say, right, I give up. I don't know what to do. And when you acknowledge that you don't know what to do, then you actually shift your brain. And I could explain a bit how all this works, but um, you do actually shift away from forcing, you know, pushing, 
trying to figure it out, trying to get more information and using all this thinking brain stuff, that's, it's not in, it's not, your answers are not in your thinking part of your brain. They're just not there. Right. I They're somewhere it. else. So, so it's like spinning wheels. It's not going. Yeah. That and that's most people's life, isn't it? You know, yeah, and they yeah. think, well, I have a problem. I need to go and get some more information to try and figure out what to do with this problem or I'm not happy. So I need to figure, try and sit down and figure out what do I want? What are my goals? And, and, you know, how can I get there and read another book? This was me <laughs> for years, you know, read another book. Ah, here's an, yeah. Here's somebody, here's another uh, person who might have the answer or another technique that I can learn. You know, maybe it's listening to a hypnosis tape every day for you know half an hour a day or maybe it's meditating or maybe it's doing all these things and you know there's nothing wrong with all of these things apart from the fact that if we're really really honest they don't actually work i mean we're all promised they work we all you know hear if we read buy the books and we go we're, we go to the seminars and we're all told do this do my you know um my technique or read my book and you're like this is the answer but you know is it is that what society looks like is it can you look at a anybody out there and say well whatever they're doing must work because they're really happy right or cons and consistently we can't if we're really honest and it's the same with prayer you know people say well you should pray to god but how many people this was me for 20 years of my first 20 years i used to go to church every day when i was a young boy and pray to god asking for something but i didn't get it and yet all of the teachers were saying, you know, pray, ask and you'll receive, pray and, you know, it didn't work. And for a lot of people, most people I've been coaching, I do a lot of marriage and relationships coaching as well. People come to me and they pray and they say, I pray every day and I, for my marriage. It still doesn't stop their marriage from falling apart very often. So what I was interested in, what I found, I feel, with the brain is here's the key to you know, using this machine, which ties in with religion and ties in with all of these things, but fundamentally, because it's based in, in also in, in science and biology, it, actually, it does work, you know, every time. That's awesome. Um, so, I, so, I don't know. I think, well, it's not for me to agree or disagree at all. This is information, so I'm very, very grateful for it. The prayer thing, um, I think it's along the same lines though with like how you use your brain and like what we're taught like you said how like it was presented to you like you know that message is about but i guess there'll be another podcast but um you know because it's, it's not like a genie in a bottle thing just like you saying like the way we're taught like we can't like our we can't just have this ideal life like our brain's not taught that way you know what i mean so i don't think the way prayer is presented to a lot of people, it's like not about prayer, it's really about faith, you know what I mean? And I think that's just, that's like, you know, that's just between the individual. That's 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 just between the individual. I, th I don't think I can really, yeah, we're not here for that. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. Um, this is awesome. So I do wanna, all right, so this whole brain thing, right? So what do you feel, is it okay to move, I wanna, can we do trending treaty tricks or for kids? Sure, whatever that means. <laughs> so trending is just like a trending topic, and I want to hear what you have to say about it. You know what I mean? We can what you how you feel, how I feel. But I definitely want to know what you have to how you feel about this because this is like uh this is the brain, this is a split decision. 
Okay, so you, did you hear about, um, you know, the actor Will Smith? Uh, my partner told me about him today. So yes, I have heard the name now. I, I don't follow anything to do with mainstream media. So okay, good. forgive good. me um, if I, um, you know. Good. So he's, he, is an, um, he, he was about to win the award, the Grammys. Uh-huh. I've heard of that, yep. Yeah, and he smacked the, um, the, uh, the comedian, Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. He smacked him because he made a joke. This is a comedian making a joke about his wife. So how, like, so if you didn't see, okay, I should show you. Do you want to see it? No, it's okay. I, I got a bit of an explanation, as I say, okay. from my partner today. She mentioned it. Okay. Yeah. So then how do you feel about that? as far as because i know you're not like a psychologist but i guess i'm trying to i guess i'm trying to figure out what was the um or how do you what, what i don't know what would you do in that situation what do you think there was any rationale in it that was definitely not a good way to use your brain i don't think but what do you think well you know probably uh a different way to answer your question is to say why would you be interested in that I, I have no, how, how does that relate to your own okay. life? Someone okay. else hitting someone. Now I can you know? tell you that. So for me, I don't, and I don't watch, I didn't even watch the Grammys either, but this is what like everybody's watching and everybody cares about and all this kind of thing. Um, the, the thing that I didn't like that um, I had to, so, you know, I'm a YouTuber. So then the YouTube things are, it comes up on your feed. So I thought that was disturbing to see him smack, like, you know, I'm trying not to curse, but that is me. You know what I mean? He smacked the crap out of this guy. Okay, like, and it was so, it was creepy because he smiled first. And then this is all they showed is this clip of it. And then, you know, because he laughed at the joke, and then he walks up there all slow, and he's just like, bam. And so I, unfortunately, um, was in a domestic violent relationship. And for me, watching that in that moment, like, I'm not even, I'm not being like this kind of person. You know what I mean? I literally was like, oh, that doesn't feel right. That kind of reminded me of something. So I thought it was creepy and dark. And I felt like that didn't have to be aired on television. I thought that we had in the FCC. Um, I, you know, I, I thought that the Grammys was like a place, you know, where like that was like a safe place to watch. So like, why didn't they just, if the camera could cut to him and cut to him and then cut to him smacking him, why didn't they just cut the camera off? So yeah. And then I also have children in this world. And so I don't know. That's that's why I care. Because when I was like about to go on my YouTube channel to check out like my analytics, I saw that. And I thought that that was like the worst. One of the things that people don't realize about their brain is you it runs on fuel. Okay. Now our bodies run on fuel. We know that. And we know if you eat junk food all the time, your body's going to break down. It's not going to do well on junk food. If you want to be healthy and be able to use your body in a powerful way, you need to eat food that's going to be nutritious for you. Right, right. So, and the point is you have that choice. Am I going to eat food that's going to hurt me and harm me and, and um, break down my body? Or am I going to eat food that, food that benefits me? But that, or am I going to do any activity that's going to harm me? Or am I going to do activity that's going to benefit, benefit me? And you realize there are consequences if you put stuff into your body that, is, that you know is bad for it. And you don't have any judgment on that. It doesn't make you, you know, you have, have that choice. 
you can put good stuff in or you can put bad stuff in. Now, the same is with your mental diet. So, and when you realize the effect that negativity, negative experience, negative perception has on your brain, and therefore the, the machine of your brain, and therefore the results you're going to get in your life, you realize the name of the game and the, the big name of the game is to protect what you put into your brain. And I was you have you, taken that. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is, you have that choice. You don't have to watch stuff that makes you feel bad. You're right. Because if we had more time, it'd explain how the brain works. But your number one enemy is feeling bad. When you feel bad, it switches your brain into a different state and you're using it the wrong way. And that eliminates your true perception of life. It eliminates your ability to solve any problems that you have. It blocks your awareness. Now, that's one of the reasons why the mainstream media is full of negativity, because what it actually does is it switches the, the human brain into something that make that is quite addictive. You know, so people, in a perverse sort of way, like to watch negativity. And then they say they wouldn't, don't really like to, but why do people switch on the TV and watch about wars and you know epidemics and diseases and all these things and feel bad as a result? They wouldn't do it if they realized that it's the equivalent of putting junk food in your brain that is going to have a direct result, a direct effect on the results you get in your life and on your awareness, because you can't act in the right way. You can't see, you know, just, just as that person is in the wrong job and is all stressed and they can't see the right thing to do and they think everything's terrible and the rest of the world's terrible and everything else, whereas you can see all the possibilities and opportunities for them and you can see them for who they are and they're a great oh you're a great person you could do this you could do that you could you know you don't need to put up with this but they can't see that but if you're putting this stuff into your brain you're shifting the gears and you're blocking your ability to see opportunity to see the the correct solution to problems um, and to to act with motivation in the right way so when you realize that and i explain this in a lot more detail in my my coaching when you realize that you get really very protective about what you're going to put into your brain and how you're going to feel because if you feel and you've got to realize when you feel anxiety when you feel fear when you feel worry you've cut off your ability to create your ideal life or you've cut off your brain's ability to cut your ideal cut, to create your ideal life and we know this is true because what does it say in the bible more than 300 times it says do not be afraid have faith <laughs> Now, it's not saying that because it's a nice idea. It's because it's saying you can't, you've got to make sure you're not afraid because when you're afraid, your brain is going to do the wrong thing for you. And you've got that choice. You can watch something about a war or whatever, or and that makes you feel bad. Or you can say, you know, instead of eating that um, piece of sugary rubbish or that I know is going to be bad for me, I'm going to eat something healthy because I know my body's going to benefit from it. You can say, I'm going to, um, do something or watch something that's going to make me feel good and when you feel good and it's a little bit more in detail about how this works but it's a physical thing that your brain is doing differently where you see opportunities you have gut feelings you have intuition you avoid situations where you're going to make mistakes all this has happened to me and that's how you live a life without problems because your brain doesn't want you to have problems because when you've got problems you're not operating at your best and you're not doing what you're here to do which is to be a biological survivor you know the survival of the fittest that's what your brain is designed to make you 
and you're not being that when you're all making mistakes and, and your body's being harmed and, and doing all those things. So fear, anxiety, and, and worry, they're not just these things that happen to you. You have a choice as to whether you allow that, um, those feelings, if you like, to come into your life. You really do. And that's the, that's the key. And that's why it, says, it also says in the Bible, be, uh, um, do not be fearful or do not think of tomorrow. Let tomorrow look after itself. <laughs> you know, do not be anxious. Do not be worried. Look at the flowers in the field. Aren't they looked after and how much better you are? It says all this stuff. And what's happening? People aren't acting like that. They're worried about tomorrow. They are afraid. They're not doing what it says in the Bible, even though most of the people who go along and profess that they believe this. You know, they believe what's in the Bible, but they're not acting it because they don't understand that it's not just a thing to hope that you could be like that. You've got to be like that. No You've got to use that machine because it's a biological thing, you know? Yes. That's awesome. So it's like everything you put into it. It's not just the diet. It's not just the TV. It's, it's, it's everything. Even, and that's, you sound, I want to say so much, you sound so much like my mom. She already, well, when you, when you say, because she always said about survival, you, you, I'm raising you to be a survivor. You have to survive in this world. And so the way I was raised to think is a bit different. And so I have often felt very alone in this world. And I have been often treated like an outsider. Um, but for the way I think or the way I perceive things, and um, so that's so crazy. You was she always raised me though to like you know you have to survive. So it kind of sounds like the seek one of the secrets to success really is like perception. It's success is surviving and being happy while you're doing so. Maybe. Well, what or is success? I mean, you know, if you want to ask people what is success, they might say to you. Well, success, or what does success mean to you? Well, success to me means having a really good business or a good successful career, or it means having a happy family life or a great family life, or it means having, you know, financial wealth. That's not what success is. Success is none of those things. What is success? Success, what you're really after is what all of those things, the reason you, you want to feel good. That's what success is. That's why you want the happy family. That's why you want the money, the, the career. You want to feel good. So true success is feeling good. Everything else is what you think will give you success. And funnily enough, that's also biological success as well. Because if you ask any biologist, what's the purpose of life? You know, and I ask that fundamental question, and very few people ask it. But if you ask a scientist or somebody who researches it, or even a philosopher, They'll tell you there's only one purpose we have biologically, and we all live in a biological body. We can't deny that. So we do have a biological purpose. And now the, the only reason we exist biologically, the purpose of us living is to create more life. It's the same with every living species on the planet. So it's not just survival, it's to survive and thrive so that we pass on our genetic information gene you know, to keep the survival of the species going. And so what's the best chance you have of surviving? It's when you're at your best, when you're your strongest, your healthiest, that's when you resist disease, when you, and not only that, but when you're at your happiest, because when you're in this mental state, 
you can cope with everything much better. You can come up with creative solutions for any problems that come along for survival. Your body, you, you're in just such a, a much better state and you have much better chances of survival. So it's not just you being happy isn't just a nice state. It's, it's your biological purpose because when you are happy, you have the greatest chance of surviving and passing on your genetic information. So that's why your brain exists is to give you the, is to, it's the tool to make sure that you can have the greatest chance of survival. In other words, to make sure you can be happy. But we call, if we use it the wrong way, we get in the way of, we, we stop our brain delivering on what it's there to do. It's like a car, you know, you've got a choice with a car. You can get in it and drive from A to B and do it the right way. Or you can, maybe you think, oh no, I don't trust the car to do what it is. I'll get out and push. I'll push the car to where it's going to go. Now, why would you put in all that effort? And it's just, why would you put it? You'd say, well, that's a ridiculous idea. Why would you put all that effort in when the car will just get you there if you, if you use it the right way? It's the same with your brain. Why would you put in all that effort, struggle, stress, when all you need to do is use the machine the right way and it'll take you there? Absolutely. And again, everywhere you look, philosophy, science, religion, they all tell you this. You know, if you get in the flow, your life will go in the, in the right direction. That's right. That's absolutely right. Yeah. That and that makes me that makes me think about um I used to drink and uh so you know how it started as like a party when you're young. It's like you say, it's like what what the media tells us. You know, so it's supposed to be a thing that you just do when you're young and then it's like, oh, it's in college. But you know, all of that really seemed to have just groomed alcoholism. I know it did with me. And I really enjoyed the party, but then I didn't I was left at the party, I like to say. And um, I have not drank in over two years now, thank God. And what I've accomplished in the two years, it, it kind of, well, I don't want to say it makes me sad, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, sometimes, but then I, I try to use that to, to just like, you can't make up for the time either, right? That's the thing. I'm, I'm very, like, I just, I'm blown away at how much I've accomplished. And at the same time, sometimes I get sad in it all the time. I wasted and didn't understand that. So it's like, it's, it's not just drinking at the party, right? Even when you're done, it's still your brain is in the whole mist of drinking. Like the, the fumes are still there or your body still, ugh. I didn't know any of that until it was Till I was done and I literally was done and I and I felt better. My my leg was uh, starting to get like heavy when I was drinking. I realized that toward the end, and now my circulation, every everything, I, everything is better. And um, so that so like what you're talking about, it reminds me of that. Like putting this thing into the car, like you can't, like I was putting something in my brain that was stopping it from doing what it's supposed to do. Is it really? Yeah, sad? but you know the you know the really great thing. When you, when you really start using your brain the right way, as I said earlier, your perception changes. And, your, and when your perception changes, you start to see the truth. Yes. I said that earlier. And, one of the, and the truth that you see is that everything in your life has been perfect. <laughs> yes. All of the ups and downs are not ups and downs. They're all things. No, you have to change your, you know, I've been through some big traumas, you know, losing everything a couple of times. You know, I was hospitalized due to, um, uh, 
I wouldn't say I was an alcoholic. They didn't say I was an alcoholic either, but I, I enjoyed wine a lot. I ended up in hospital. Me too. Uh, for, for a week and uh, with pancreatitis. It means I oh, no. couldn't, couldn't drink again. One of the best things that ever happened when I look back on it, because yeah. it was like, well, you know, now, now I, I don't, and I only drank wine. That was my passion. I had a wine business at one point, uh. but um, it was, it was one of those lessons in life that was, was a wonderful thing. Losing everything was one of the best things yeah. that ever happened because I wouldn't be on this path of figuring out all this stuff if I hadn't been through that. And you talk to any or read the stories of great achievers. I mean, everybody has trauma and, and trial in their life, but it's the meaning that you give to it. And, and you look at, you know, just an example, Steve Jobs from Apple Computer, he got fired from the company and he said, later it was the best thing that ever happened to him <laughs> and it's amazing how many people who create great success attribute their success to the really quote-unquote bad things that happened but as I say when you change your perception and your awareness and you see the truth that everything is perfect everything that's happened to you is perfect you haven't wasted any time what is a waste of time I mean we're eternal beings as well we can get into the spiritual side but that is your awareness changes and you realize this is just an experience. We take it far too seriously, you know? And we get, and the good thing about that is you can see everything that happens to you, therefore, is a learning experience. You wouldn't be here right now right. sharing your wisdom and touching other people's lives and being able to touch other people's lives if you hadn't been through certain things. So how can you say that you've wasted any time? It sounds like I'm doing a therapy on you, doesn't it? Right. But I don't but this is a bit for me as well, you know, and for maybe anyone listening that um, yeah. is thinking these things that yeah. just be aware that there isn't, you know, the whole, this universe, there's nothing that's random or chance or good or bad or, or nothing that's bad. Actually, when you change your perception and awareness, you can see that and you just step back and say, wow, this is amazing. Everything is amazing. And that's very different to the way most people live whose lives are amazing, and yet they're full of stress and think it's terrible. The world is terrible. Yet we live in the most amazing time in history, if you look at it, objectively. <laughs> yeah. It's true, isn't it? You know? I don't know. It's yeah. True. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. On one I, level. I love the 90s, though. Yeah, well, we can all look back with nostalgia, but I'm just saying for, you know, in terms of opportunity or comfort or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely right. And just like, like even like this right now, the dialogue being so open and you can talk to people across the world. Like you couldn't do that yeah. at a time. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. I want to do, um, cause I think, cause we just on for the hour, right? So I want to, so we have like 12 minutes left and I have to, I want to see this. Um, let me see, give me one second. I want to do tricks are for kids. This is a really cool question. I love this. this is, I just came up with this one. Uh -huh. So this one is, ask the guests about something they wish they could do now that they used to do as a kid. Um, I don't wish I could do anything right now. I'm sorry to uh, you give you the wrong answer. <laughs> I don't that? have any wishes. I, I'm doing, awesome. I do what I like to do when I do it. I, you know, I don't awesome. really think ahead. I don't have any goals or um you know i don't analyze my life in that way i just because when you use your brain the right way one of the things you realize is you live in the moment you know there's nothing missing there's and this sounds a bit religious or spiritual waffle but 
on a scientific level, it's true because the only thing that's real is right now. And the only thing that cause you any, causes you any stress is thoughts about the past or the future. It's, yeah, it's not about what's going on right now. No matter what's going on in your life right now, it's never about what, it, what it is actually happening because it can be someone chopping your leg off. But if you yeah. think it's a good idea that they're chopping your leg off because otherwise you'd, you'd die, which a few centuries ago, it sounds a bit gruesome, but a few centuries ago, that's what people realized then you, you don't see, see it as a problem. So living in the moment means I don't really think about the past too much yeah. and I don't think about the future too much. I'm just enjoying being in the flow and seeing what's showing up right now. Well, that's cool. That's why I got to flip back to that question. See, I didn't even come up with that question. That was like my silent partner. My question, and we said it's going to be the flip side, is there something, well, you say you don't wish, so oh, you don't wish they would. Oh, so it was originally, is there something they wish they could do as a kid that they accomplished all right so it, it's really like this so not wish for you is there anything you're doing now that you wanted to do as a kid and that you're doing now anything that you've accomplished that you know when you were younger you're like oh i want to do this thing i guess that's yeah a well, lot of things yeah <laughs> well i wanted i wanted to be free and happy and have a great and exciting life yeah. traveling the world doing what i wanted to do when i wanted to do it awesome and you're doing it so that is awesome. Well, that's it. That's all I got. Um, so if there's anything else you want to leave us with, like, are, well, you don't, are you on Instagram or anything like that? I don't really enjoy social media, but I did just start an Instagram with two followers. Uh, yeah, well, the best way to, um, oh, good on you. Huh? <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all the start, isn't it? You've got to start somewhere. That's right. Um, no, if people want to find out more about what I'm on about, just my website name is, is my name, liamnaden.com. And I've got actually got two podcasts there. One is about marriage and relationships. And the other one's about this, what we're talking about, using your brain for success. And there's a lot of other things there. I've got coaching programs and so on. Awesome. Um, but I basically put it all on, on my website. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. So, because what I'm going to do is when we wrap this up, I'm just going to, so the way they're going to see it is it'll be up like now. <laughs> and that's, so I'll put the website up. And Great. Like that. Oh my thank gosh. You. So thank you so much. This has been, this has been awesome. This has been the best. Um, I'll get better at constructing the show. Um, and. Um, oh, you don't need to. <laughs> oh, well, good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I've really enjoyed you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's been really enjoyable. Yes, I hope sir. your listeners get some benefit from it. I'm they sure they will. will. Yes, they will. And you can check this show out on the um, official Native King Queen show on YouTube. Great. Google. Well done. All right. Brilliant. Take care, Liam. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Bye. That was awesome.